0: Hey, everyone. Thanks for checking out Campfire Stories. Did you know that you can tune into our live stream every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific right here on Spotify? That's right. You can listen to our show live every week. But Corinne, you have to tell them the best part. Uh, How could I forget? Want to join the discussion, chat around the campfire, or share your own ghoulish and ghostly story? All you have to do is download the Spotify Live app by following the link in our episode description. Nothing to be scared about. Maybe. You can sign up for free or use your Spotify login
1: to join. Then follow Campfire Stories to get notified when our room is going live and we'll save a
0: spot for you by the fire. So remember, you can listen to Campfire Stories live on Spotify every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, or join us to share your story on the Spotify Live app available now at the App Store. You bring the stories and we will bring you the campfire.
1: Happy Tuesday. I don't know if anyone else is in California, but it is raining and it's so nice. I love the spooky weather. It makes me feel like I should have a cup of hot cider. Hello. Hi, Corinne. Hi. But I don't like how dark it is. So early now,
0: I'm like, no. I need to be in bed right now. Although, tis the season for me to keep on repeat that Netflix movie that's just like a birch fireplace log crackling that's what I did yesterday for three hours I just like laid on the couch and I read and I had the fireplace going the fake fireplace going oh my god and then Brian wanted to watch shows and I was like you have to put your headphones on because I need silence and calm (laughs) and I can't I need the fireplace crackling crackling. oh it's like I don't need an annoying like sports broadcaster's voice (laughs) teaching the wrong part of my brain tonight no thank you
1: That's funny because I kind of hear that coming from my living room right now. (laughs) But I'm like, there's no football tonight, so I don't know what it is. There's Um, always
0: football. Every night there's something.
1: Oh, it doesn't stop. It's like I listen to thunderstorm sounds at night and Nick puts on Vikings games mm -hmm. for like, you know, (laughs) people
0: interviews. (laughs) I was thinking of just Vikings. Oh.
2: No, no, not those. Oh, um, have you been
0: watching? Have you been keeping up with the new season of Ghosts? The Kardashians? No. Keeping no, no. up with
1: Ghosts. <laughs> yeah. I haven't. I haven't yet. Um, it's so good. I do need to do that. um That's a good one. I feel like, and a fun one to watch after these. Welcome 000%. to Campfire Stories. This week, we are doing five minute power hour ghost story edition. So, shorter stories, rapid fire, mm-hmm. we're going to get people up here and out of here and up here again, that kind of situation. So
0: yes. So pick one, one story to tell and we do this every week. So, and we've brought people up multiple times who've spoken. So don't, don't feel the fear of needing to tell your stories because you won't get another chance to, you will. Right. You
1: will. And you can also email us your encounters and we can read it on future episodes. Um, we're really excited. We love to hear your ghost stories. Also, next week, we are going to do the pull out of a hat theme grab bag episode because I feel like everyone has a really mm-hmm. fun time with that. And so for tonight, we ask that you try to find a quiet space to tell your story just so that everyone can hear you and that when we post this on our Two Girls, a Ghost feed, it is beautiful audio that everyone can hear and enjoy your story as well. So without further ado, let us begin. Oh, does anyone hear Leia? I can hear screaming? Leia. Screaming. She's going, Shh!
0: truly She's really holding, holding that note. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, also, just as a reminder, if you're new here, if you want to share a story, please submit a speaker request and you'll be added to the list and I will bring people up. Um, I do believe that someone just said, Cora has a super, super short, countless Annabelle's doll story, but I don't know, Cora. I don't see you in the request. Oh, there you are. Okay. Cora is coming up first. Hi, Cora.
3: Hello. Hi, friends. Hello. How are you? Well, happy Tuesday. I hope everyone voted.
1: Yes. It's the season. Just dropped off my ballot in the mail, or not the mail, but in that like box.
3: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I have a very concise story uh, that has to do with countless Annabelle dolls. Um, I grew up in California in a small, City called Pleasanton that is extremely haunted. The whole downtown used to be like a saloon and brothel where cowboys would go fuck shit up and there's a blue lady and a white lady, et cetera, et cetera.
1: Why do I feel like we've recently heard about this town?
3: I mean, it's possible you have. Seriously, there's a ghost walk every year and it's a tiny city oh. that has no business having a ghost walk. But- The downtown is (laughs) is so haunted, but yeah. So when I was a little girl, my brother, who's only like 18 months younger than me, and I went to an antique store downtown with my mom and my grandma. And uh, we were cut loose as long as we didn't break any glass (laughs) uh, to go (laughs) explore and look at all the creepy old shit. And um, we saw that there was a staircase and from the things on the walls, you could kind of tell that you were allowed to go up there and that there was more stuff up there. So we decided to go. And once you got to the top of this staircase, there was only one room. And my brother and I stood in the threshold of the door. And mind you, I'm maybe eight years old. Um, Stand in the threshold of the door to see a room completely filled with only Raggedy Ann and Andy dolls. Like hundreds of them. Nope. Uh, yeah, And my brother and I kind of look at each other like, what the fuck? And when we look back at the room, every single one of them was looking at us.
4: <gasps> no, no, no. So we
3: dipped out of there. Um, and that's my story. Holy shirt balls. <laughs> oh, my God. That is so creepy. Oh,
0: that they were. Lo- did you guys feel be- like, did you feel? the movement? Did you feel the eyes on
3: you? Oh my gosh, completely. I mean, that's kind of, we felt the energy. My brother and I are both pretty sensitive. Um, mm. And he doesn't really talk about it, but I think he's even more sensitive
4: than me. Mm. And
3: um, so especially as children, like we got to the top of the stairs and already we we're both like, nope. But we kind of also grew, grew up like yeah. playing in a graveyard. So you're one oh, of us, aren't oh you? <laughs> it's a condition.
0: <laughs> it's a condition. I love that. I'm just going to start saying WebMD that. diagnose. That's actually a great comeback for the people who don't believe in, in ghosts and try to kind of make you feel awkward in conversation. I'm just going to be like, it's a condition. Okay. Leave me alone.
3: <laughs> yeah. It, it has to do with my feelings in my brain. Like, this is clinical. Leave me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Dang. <laughs>
1: okay, Cora. That was a strong start. Wait, have you been back to this place? Because I'm curious if they still have this wall of dolls.
3: Hell yeah, I've been back because in high school, I would go to the same shop all the time um, because shops kept like opening up and then closing and opening up and closing in this spooky-ass store. I wonder why. And, um, so several times in high school, I I would go back and see if there were any girls working at like whatever retail store it was at that time so that I could like tell them the story right before it was getting dark outside and then leave. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So I did that a few times, which was very fun, but um, I love that. But yeah, I never went back to the antique store while it was still an antique store.
1: I wonder if that antique store moved somewhere else and the dolls are just
5: traveling. I
3: don't know. So fascinating. uh, There's so many. Like, I don't, they all have to be somewhere, right? Yeah, that's horrifying. Those things, they can't
0: possibly be in production anymore, right? Like, I would assume all the Raggedy Ann dolls that exist are from the past.
3: I mean, I want to think that there aren't factories around the world making Raggedy Ann and Andy dolls. But only because I don't want to think that there's a bunch of empty factories. Mm -hmm.
1: Now (laughs) I'm I'm just picturing like the Ouija board manufacturing warehouse right next to the Raggedy Ann doll (laughs) warehouse and they like have so many hauntings happen between the two of them. The dolls walk over to the Ouija boards and are playing them at night.
3: (laughs) Oh, I'm glad that they have something to <laughs> so you. Very nice of
1: you. <laughs> You're so considerate. Oh gosh. Cora, thank you so much for starting us off
6: tonight.
3: Absolutely. Thank you guys so much. I've been listening to you since the beginning of the pandemic. So y'all are
1: sure Well, thank you. We all now are yep. diagnosed with the condition and I appreciate yeah. that. You, you brought it to us. It's thank clinical. You. Thank <laughs> yeah. you, Cora. Oh,
3: and enjoy the blood <laughs> move. That's it.
0: Ooh, lovely. Love you. (laughs) you, Um, Okay. Actually, this, Cora just made me think of it with the blood moon and everything. I discovered that if you have the Citizen app, you can watch what's happening in the moon, even if you miss it, or if you have cloud cover, because they'll have like certain alerts. Or you can watch, NASA has a live stream of the moon going, I think, all the time. Okay. I'm going to watch the NASA one right now. Yeah, because I missed the eclipse this morning.
1: (sighs) Oh, that's so... Cool. Okay. A moon, I had to delete the citizen app because it scared me too much.
0: Oh yeah. Stuff is going, stuff goes down. It always
1: goes down. It's like, there's a man with a weapon on your corner. And I'm like, I don't need to know that right now. Um, oh.
0: oh, I'm so nosy. I, I It's know, the only social media I use anymore.
1: It's <laughs> <laughs> Social media. Um, I will say, Cora's story reminded me, I believe my sister used to have this like reoccurring nightmare growing up where she would be lost in the woods and she would wind up finding this house that was abandoned and empty but
0: it was just filled with dolls oh
1: yes
5: Uh, 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 oh so
0: creepy so creepy
1: okay I'm gonna bring up I'm gonna bring up Yana hey guys hi Yana hi how are you how do you say your name Uh, it's
0: Yana Yana yeah okay Yana
1: Hi. hi how are you good are you haunted oh
0: yeah we're good (laughs) (laughs) we're excited to hear about it
7: yeah so last year I worked on a movie I'm a filmmaker so and it was a horror movie and we we were filming a with bird scene Um, oh no it was about a, a haunted apartment and one of the Characters made this ritual with a Ouija bird and the other characters to, you know, invoke the spirit of the lady who lived there and end up possessed by, by her. But I'm not going to make spoilers of the movie. Uh, and <laughs> when we were filming that scene specifically, that morning, um, it was pouring rain like never, and uh, it was like, and our set flooded and we were frantic just you know all the equipment and it was horrible and it was like 6 a.m just at the beginning geez not what you want to start your day no Mm -hmm. and we were we actually uh, started filming very late because everybody was late for because of the rain and of course the set was flooded Uh, the whole set Just the entrance because of the rain. It wasn't movie set, you know, made for filming there. It was more like an auditorium, but it was Mm -hmm. the only large forum in the city. So we had to work with that. (laughs) My gosh, I'm so nervous for you. Movie sets can be so
0: incredibly haunted. And the fact that you were working on a horror movie set with a Ouija board board scene, I
7: just feel like everything is, and it's raining, like, yeah, oh, it's too much. Like, we couldn't see, you know, uh, like, uh, you know, a few inches uh, in front of us. It was so geez. so, like, dance the rain. I I never uh, <laughs> saw the rain like that. Wow. What, and what's this movie called? And and can people watch it? Or
1: I'm scared to watch it because if if you had experiences while filming it, I'm nervous
7: what will happen to people while watching it. I mean, it, it's a Mexican movie. It's called Fantasmas y la última pesadilla. In English would be uh, Ghost and the Last Nightmare. Ooh, ooh, spooky. Oh,
0: spooky.
1: Ominous.
7: Yeah. Anything... Did you write it or what no. was your role? No, I was a production assistant. Oh, amazing. So uh, it, was, uh,
1: it was my first big movie. Wow. Well, that's very fun. And of course, your first experience, there's uh, paranormal encounters happening. Of course. <laughs> Was there
7: more that happened? Yeah. The oh, kitchen okay. next to the set caught on fire. Oh, oh my gosh. Like, that afternoon. But while we were this is all the same scene,
5: day.
1: Oh, my gosh.
7: Then, you know, we have to exit and check gas leaks and whatever. And it started this hard wind. And all all of us were like freaked out. It was the longest day in filming. I
2: can it imagine. sounds like yeah, it. yeah.
7: everybody please. was just like the three elements just uh came to us now what? an earthquake, and we're like, no, please, please don't, yeah, <laughs> don't put it out there, yeah, yeah. um, but it wow. happened in less than twelve in twelve hours.
1: oh my gosh, oh all, oh, and it's like the day of this scene specifically too, so. Yeah, it definitely feels ominous.
0: Yeah. Wow. It was, you didn't have to do another Ouija board scene, did you? Okay, no. good.
7: <laughs> it was just that day.
0: Yeah, wow. okay. Yeah, I mean, you guys got more than enough for that one day after filming that. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. long, and hard. The fire, the rain. Yes, everything. Wow. wow. So freaky. Well, Yana, well, thank you so much for sharing. Will you
1: put the name of the movie in the chat because a lot of people are asking? Yeah, sure. Okay. Thank you so much for sharing. Thank you so much. Bye. I am scared to um, work on a hunt set one day. And it's inevitable. Right. I feel like with well,
0: me, with anyone, ghost follow people. But also, it doesn't always have to be a thriller. It doesn't always have to be a I'm, horror movie. As we
1: recently learned. Mm-hmm. Okay. I am going to bring up Christy.
0: Oh, I see two little doggos. Yeah. Hi, Christy. One, well, Hello. One, like, big doggo hi christy hi Hi. so what are who your dogs? who are your names? dogs
5: <laughs> uh, so the big one is moose and the little one is killer <laughs> <Stop>.
1: <laughs> that is those are the most amazing
0: names. Are... <laughs> adorable okay now that we've got our priorities out of the way <laughs> do your dogs see any spirits have they ever alerted you to hauntings around you
5: not really, and like I do have sort of a haunting in my house. That's real. Like I keep telling myself, like I didn't just see that thing move. My dogs didn't respond. Like there's nothing happening. It's it's fine. Like if the animals didn't respond, then it's nothing, right? Then everything's okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, the things we tell you tell, tell ourselves. Yeah, I mean you know you got to do what you got to do to get back to sleep at night. Of right? course. So what is your haunted tale? What's your encounter? So it's. <laughs> Actually, kind of a story about other people's encounters, but I was at a Halloween party, um, sitting around a table, being an introverted, antisocial person at a party. And, and <laughs> so uh, it's me and, and my sister, and then a girl who I've been friends with for years, and then another girl who I've like kind of known for years, but not ever had like, you know, we were, are not close. And then her wife. Who I'd never met before this night. So my sister, Kelly, she listens to your podcast. I have to say hi. Um, So she was like, does anybody have any ghost stories? And we grew up in a haunted house. We have like lots of stories and we love, you know, ghost story podcasts and stuff like that. Um, and then my friend, who I've known for a long, long time, she was like, well, I mean, there was that, like, Victorian boy, but I've told you about him, right? And I was like, no. <laughs> like, what? So, apparently, years ago, her car was haunted by a little Victorian boy. And she was like, I have no idea where he came from. He just, like, I just was hearing noises when not, And then, like, over several months, it escalated to where she finally like like saw him in like a little boy and like overall she said and yeah in her car like I mean oh my I love those stories and stuff but like in your car that's next level scary like you're traveling at no. 70
0: miles per hour down the
1: highway. <laughs> yeah,
0: You're, you're trying to put on your blinker and merge. And then there's a little boy in
5: overalls in your back. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And she was like, I don't know. He was just there for like a while. And then I had told somebody at work about him. And so then she was like, I think I saw the little boy in my car. And then he wasn't in my car anymore. He was ghost. And I, was like, and I was like, you just passed on your ghost to somebody else. Oh, <laughs>
0: so, then, I wonder who uh, this is. Who is the little boy? Yeah, and I don't know. Why is he
5: traveling with people? I don't know. And like a Victorian boy, and wouldn't a Victorian boy be really freaked out by a modern car, you would think? I don't know. Unless he's right. been doing this for a while. A, a, a Horse and buggy was the first one, and it's just progressed from there.
3: <laughs> if or, you know, everyone always it, makes
5: spirits are kind of like vampires,
1: but they don't have to feed off of blood.
5: Yeah, they time travel. They get to live in they it get every Get to live time through life.
1: all these faith, like phases of life.
5: Yeah, I mean that really reminds me of the um, the show with the ghosts. It might be called Ghosts, but they like inherit the house. You all have yeah. Ghosts. Yes, ghosts. Everyone yeah. knew that. Yes. And they're just like watching everybody go by. And they're like, oh, this one. Uh, um, but so then this is like, yeah. you know, a girl I've known forever. And well, I never knew she had such an experience. And I was like, holy crap. How did you not ever tell me about this? And so then we're me and my sister are kind of telling our stories. And we're like, well, do you all have any ghost stories to, you know, the other two? And the one that I had never met before, she was like, well, I mean, I've got a few have you all heard of Waverly Hills (laughs) me and my sister were like yeah of course like anybody who knows about ghosts has heard of Waverly Hills and she was like well I did a paranormal investigation tour there you know just super casual she did the overnight like professional investigation (gasps) like ghost tour And she was just, like, sitting there all quiet, letting us tell stories. And she's sitting on this information. So we were like, are you freaking kidding me? So she told, I mean, she had, like, a few little, like, a few things that had happened there. And just, like, she was like, it's just super weird because they tell you about, like, the people in the walls. And then you, like, you actually see them. Like, you see the shadows moving. And it's just it's just weird because you go into things and you think like oh yeah like some people have seen this but we might not but then it's like they're there like all the time always there in the walls oh my gosh Um, and then in the body shoot she said her she was the only one from her group brave enough to go down the body shoot and when she got like almost to the bottom of it her flashlight died and she could like hear movement (laughs) at the bottom and it was in complete darkness and like had to run back to her group at the top um and so I would perish scary. right there in that moment I know there's no like, chance um, I would
0: ever get out alive
5: I think you could be scared to death and that's what would have happened to me yes um but then she so she didn't have that was the yeah. scariest thing that had happened to her at Waverly but apparently her and her mom like travel around and do paranormal investigations things like this And I think I might be remembering this wrong, but I think it was a hospital in Philadelphia is where she said this thing had happened, but her mom was possessed for like four hours. (laughs) Okay.
1: You need to get her to contact us because we need to know everything about that.
0: I know I want to, I want to go on an investigation with her, but like during the daytime, (laughs) when it
5: feels (laughs) a little bit safer,
0: still there. Yeah. Okay, wait, her mom—yeah, so her mom was possessed.
5: Yeah, so it's, I guess it was like the first room that they went through. Maybe the her mom had like picked up this old lady spirit, and she was like, uh, she was just talking about like quilting and stuff that was not like did not make any sense for my mom to be talking about. And they because it was you know whatever kind of like a tour thing, they had a medium there, and the medium was like she's got an attachment right now. Like, this isn't your mom actually talking about quilting. There's somebody else, something else going on here. And so then they went through, like, like I said, like four hours of of the investigation. And then finally, her mom was just like, oh, hey, when are we going to start the thing? <laughs> and they were like, we, we, like, we've been doing this. Thing. No memory. Yeah, like, she had no idea. Like, she was just like thought they had just been like sitting on this yeah. yeah yeah wow. oh
1: so. my gosh okay christy can you that <laughs> we we have that your friend contact us could we need to know more and i and corinne and i like she said want to go on an investigation with them but it sounds like they are very open and have a lot of <laughs> encounters so we definitely want to hear more
0: Also, Christy, can I just say, I appreciate so much that you were like, oh, I was just being an introvert at a party, just sitting there. And then you're like, anyone else, ghost stories, (laughs) anybody see the dead? How about you? You must have
5: seen the dead. (laughs) Well, that's why I'm like, you just never know what information somebody is sitting on. So you need to ask everybody. Thank you. I love that. I agree.
1: I agree. Well, thank you so much, Christy. And we hope to hear more in a future episode.
5: Oh, you're welcome. And I will definitely tell her, like, to email you all, or better yet, call yes, in please. on a Tuesday night.
1: Amazing. I, I love And it. you just
5: keep collecting all the stories
0: from
8: everyone. Yeah.
1: You like that. <laughs> oh, you're the paranormal good. collector. Uh, I will. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, you Christy. You're welcome. Good night. Good night.
0: I love Killer and Moose. They're, like, the cutest dogs <laughs> I've ever heard. Killer and Moose. Actually, Christy was making me think, the boy in the overalls in the car and then her talking about the show ghosts so they say what you're wearing is what when you die is your ghost clothing what if that little boy is not yeah. from the past he's very familiar with cars he was just wearing overalls <laughs> he's old he was just dressed up it was a costume
2: oh,
0: interesting there's always a possibility possibly that's very possible. We should ask Asher Grodman to, to come back on Campfire Stories and tell us any updates if the ghost set is haunted at all. Um yes, I would love to know that. Let's
1: we should send them a message. Okay. Let me bring up I think I said Rebecca and then Sarah. Rebecca. Rebecca, where mm-hmm. are you? And also we're trying to get as many people up tonight as possible. So one story, um, five minutes or so, and then we'll, you know, open it up to longer stories in the future.
4: Hi.
9: Hi, Rebecca. I'm Hello. so excited you guys picked me. <laughs> well, we're so excited you're oh here. Gosh. I have so many stories. Um, <laughs> I'm kind of, I don't know if I'm haunted or if I have sight. Um, <laughs> so it started when I was really, really young, but it, I don't know if you, it's a little sad, but I feel like it has a happy ending for, for us, at least it helped us a lot. Um, this happened, so my son passed away a year ago. Um, oh, Rebecca. I'm thank so you. And we were all struggling and everything. And all of a sudden, the, uh, before my boyfriend and I left the hospital, um, he had his own kind of incident This that, that happened that he saw. But it was like very clear in my mind. I saw my son running <laughs> towards my grandfather who had passed away um, years before then. And they're both kind of laughing and smiling. And it made me feel like just so... Uh, so great um to at least know he wasn't by himself
2: yeah yeah and
9: um and then it was so weird because my friend texted me because I told her that night and she texted me in the morning and she goes this is so crazy she goes I literally had like before I even texted her like it was like a vision that was like just like she was awake and she goes and I see him like running in a field like laughing and like playing and all of this and and he was handicapped so that was you know she was like i you know and it was before i even messaged her kind of saying like you know this is oh what happened yeah so and it was like weird because we had like a bunch of family kind of be like all within the same night say they almost all had the same kind of like vision where it was like he was almost telling like everyone all at once like i'm fine i'm okay like
1: Yeah. I mean, what an incredible burst of energy to be able to share that message with everyone. And it sounds like he wanted to make sure you knew how that he's okay and that he's, you know, running around with your grandfather. Like that's as difficult and heartbreaking as this experience is. It is great to know that there's peace and he's experiencing peace on the other side.
9: Exactly. Yeah. It really helped us a, a bunch. And I do have one real quick story, if I can share it. Yeah, That's just really neat to me. And this is more on the scary side. So I probably should have started with that before the happier one. Um, we, I decided to cleanse the house because I haven't done it in a really, really long time. So I went through all the house and was staging everything. And we've, you know, it's been a year. So we were staging everything. And all of a sudden my daughter goes, mom, you're bleeding. And I was like, what? And I looked down on my leg and I have three scratches wow. across my leg. And I actually posted it in the um, the campfire like stories or the uh, after party. Yeah. Kind of, and I was like, if anyone has any help or wants to like send positive vibes or anything, I was like, because after I did it, I went outside and I, we were cleansing. You know, I was cleansing myself and everyone else. And my boyfriend and I both turned our heads. And we both very distinctly heard mama from inside the house. And we both looked at each other and we're like, nope, it didn't happen. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. I was like, we're just gonna ignore that. Oh <laughs> well,
1: the fact that the the scratches were on your like ankle and like lower leg makes me think of something trying to hold on and stay in the house. And
0: Yeah, or just
1: crawling towards you too. Oh my gosh. That's terrifying. No. That scared us real bad. I love the laughter through it. It's like, you just gotta laugh. (laughs) It's painful. It's terrifying. (laughs) (laughs) Laughing makes it easier.
9: Exactly. I mean, you know, because at this point, I'm like, well, what else am I gonna do? (laughs)
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, I hope you were able to cleanse whatever darkness that was. Well, thank you. (laughs) Love you guys. Love the show. Thank we you love so you so much for sharing. Thank you. Love you, Rebecca. Bye. Bye. Wow. Uh, the emotions went from like heartbreak, but happiness to t- terror very quickly there.
0: Right? I <laughs> you know I'm sweating. <laughs> oh, God! gosh. I don't even know what I would do if if I experienced the the scratching on my legs. Because you the crawling thing is one of my biggest fears. I would rather have something like scurry across the ceiling towards me than be on the same levels me crawling towards me I there's something about it
1: I don't know it's so, all pretty it's terrifying. terrifying
0: there's it's lose-lose right neither of those
1: sound enjoyable to experience mm-hmm. no okay I'm gonna bring up Sonia and then after that
8: Zach perfect hello I found it Hi, Sonia Yeah, I did it <laughs> perfect your little dogger oh my god that is moose also <laughs> yes no way Two mooses? One moose yeah. is a big moose. And this moose looks like a little moose. She's a little tiny moose. A little wee, <laughs> baby moose. So. And that's actually what we call her, is tiny baby moose. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, you guys, I realized I forgot about Sarah. I will bring Sarah up next. Thank you for pointing that out, oh. Sarah.
8: Okay. So mine goes back. It was just, I don't know, maybe like 14 years ago. And my husband and I had just gotten married maybe a year beforehand. And he was deployed and he came home on leave. And obviously his parents wanted us to stay there for at least a couple nights, but it had been about a year since we've seen each other. So parents' house or not, it's going down. And uh, so it's, I'm trying to figure out a way to say this without sounding like the biggest pervert I ever live. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So, you know, it starts getting down to the nitty gritty and everything's great and it's really super late. So we're like, everybody's definitely asleep. We haven't heard a peep in the whole house for hours. So it's right in the middle of it. And all of a sudden we hear his name, but he doesn't say anything and neither did I. We both just kind of like stopped and got quiet. And so he tried to ignore it and he went to go start again. I was like, wait, did you hear that? And he jumps up and he gets mad at me. And he's like, why did you have to say anything? (laughs) So I'm like, because I think, I think it's your mom. I think she's, I'm like, just open the door and and just check. So he opens the door and he comes running back in the room <laughs> and he's going, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> and he jumps in the bed. And he's like, you're going to have to sleep on the outside. I can't do this. <laughs> but it was so crazy the way it sounded because it it was like a typical harmony. It didn't make any sense. It was like, Matthew, it was really drawn out. It sounded like echoey. It was really weird. It was gross. It was just disgusting. Yeah. Did it cut? Did it sound Ugh. like it? I don't know what it sounded like, but apparently he had told me, he, he's told me other stories about like, after his grandmother passed, feeling somebody touch his face and turning his head back when his head went tilt to the side and smelling her perfume and stuff like that. But he wasn't in any way like nostalgic. He was terrified. Hmm. And
1: also like, the, the, whatever spirit this is, picking that exact moment to interrupt Right. Your, you know, mess not up. excuse me that is rude yeah. it's horrible. i'm just imagining like a spirit being jealous of you and like being like excuse me let me interrupt this uh, whatever way i can
8: <laughs> that would that would be horrible i have uh, <laughs> i have the um results of that night sitting here right now and she would like to say hi <laughs> oh my
2: gosh <laughs> i
8: love all your camp stories Hi, what's your name? Oh, Madison. Hi, Madison. Madison.
0: So you like you like spooky ghost stories? Yes. What were we just reading? We were reading um nightmare soup. Nightmare soup. Ooh, nightmare soup. I haven't read that one. I don't know it. That's next yeah. on our list. If you <laughs> like it, we're, we're definitely going to like it because we're like you. Aww.
8: Yeah. See, thank you. Thank
3: you. Thanks for hearing Thanks our for story. That,
8: well, then. my story. She just got here a minute ago when she realized I was talking to you guys. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I can't wait for when she's older and you can share that story with yeah, her. Yeah,
8: I'm not sure. Not sure. <laughs> but uh, she realized I was talking to you guys. She heard your voices because we listen and we're here all the time. And so she was uh, pretty excited when I guess when she heard me talking, she came running. Wait, wait, mom. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh i love that well we're so glad we were able to meet her hi thanks madison
1: hey, thank you thank you and thank you sonia Not a problem. thank you guys for having me have a great night and give moose a little thank snuggle you. okay <laughs> take care guys bye bye <laughs> i love when kids like join us on this it's just so fun to hear from them like
0: i, I just it's it reminds me of us yeah. as kids right that because we were, we're so we're this. still creepy kids yeah it's still in us that joy and excitement of hearing something spooky when we're four or five years old we're all creepy kids here yeah. we're all creepy kids okay i apologize
1: for skipping over you sarah i am going to what if i just was like moving on and didn't didn't go <laughs> sarah will be like screaming in the chat okay sarah and then zach okay
0: Hi, Sarah.
1: Sarah said I would be
0: so
2: mad. Can you hear me? <laughs> we can hear you. Yes. Wow, oh, it's so exciting. Hi. Apologies. Hi. Okay, so I have a Ouija story. Okay, so Ooh. Ooh. I do ballet, and I've done it very seriously, like since my teens. And I was living in an apartment downtown to be closer to the ballet school with just some friends, no parents, when I was 16. So. nothing good can really come from that. (laughs) Yeah. So we all wanted to do, me and all my friends, we wanted to do a Ouija board and we like knew it was October. It was Friday the 13th and it was like some sort of special like harvest moons. We're like, okay, if we're going to do Ouija, we're going to do it on this night. Like where everything's aligned for the best results. So... We did it, and of course, everyone wanted me to be the medium because everyone was scared, and I was scared too. But you were the bravest bravest of, of the fearful. Yes, yeah, definitely. But um, a lot of people weren't taking it seriously, and but even the skeptics at the end of that, like they had no way to explain because it was so crazy. It was like telling a very, very personal information. I won't get to it. it just to try to keep under five minutes, oh but. Basically, a lot of the skeptics, they like tried to pretend that it didn't happen or whatever. But the people who got really into it were me and two of my really good friends, Kaya and Ella. And we started doing it a lot. And I was the medium every single time. We would just do it recreationally. And apparently, like if your wiki board does certain patterns, like figure eights or goes up and down the rows, like... Apparently that means it's trying to escape. Correct me if I'm wrong. Do you, does that sound like it's a real thing? Yeah,
1: I've heard it. Also, those movements are related to the entity who
0: starts with the demonic um, presence that lurks no. within the Ouija boards. And yeah. We can't
2: say the name out loud like though, because I think yeah. it
0: it calls it forward. But
2: Don't at, at this moment. Maybe put it in the chat. I'm too scared. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let someone else, if you do, if they want to put it in the yeah. chat. But um if yeah you know it but eventually like every time we would do it it would start to like do like a little bit of an answer and then just go straight to going back and forth on the row. so we would say goodbye and we kept trying it a few more times and eventually there was this one night and by the way every single time I did Ouija, like I'm a hardcore believer and I like would be so careful like I would say goodbye I would follow every rule to like a t and I would put the planchette and the board in different closets like I would I was pretty careful but on this particular night, like I could just feel this like terrible, terrible presence. It immediately like we we said hello and we asked about it, and it was just going straight to the back and forth pattern. so I and I just felt terrible, terrible presence. So I just said, like I'm done. like I said goodbye, oh. and I just got so freaked out. and this is the only time I wasn't so careful with the board and the planchette like I just left I didn't let leave it on the board, but I left them both on the floor. And I went to my room, and we were doing a sleepover, the three of us. And mm. this is where it gets kind of scary. So I was gonna say it's already know, scary,
0: but probably one of the scariest things
2: that's ever happened to me. Um, so it's the three of us. I'm sleeping on the floor. My friend's on the bed, and we have another friend on the air mattress. And in the middle of the night, I'm just like shot awake with the most. It's pitch black. I'm in my room, by the way, the board and the planchette are in the kitchen where I left it. And I just get the most like sickeningly horrifying feeling in my stomach where like, I just feel like someone is in the apartment. I'm like just frozen with fear, frozen. And um, I can't move. It feels like forever that I'm just frozen there. I mean, I would say it's probably been like an hour or something till I got the courage to get up and check. And... I went I opened the door I checked in the kitchen and the board had moved it had, it had been like a line like with like the wood in the floor and the planchette was on nope Yeah. yeah I guess what it gets scarier no yes okay so I was just like fucking so scared at that point um and yeah. then like throughout the night I remember me and like my two other friends had woken up like at different times to different things. Like I woke up at another point and there was just all these police and fire, like fire trucks and ambulances and like all these lights outside, like on the street outside our apartment. And we all woke up to that at different times. Um, And we kind of just like went back to bed throughout. But in the morning, my friend Ella, who was sleeping over, she said that she woke up to like ambulances and she heard a woman screaming. So we were all a bit like scared about that. And in the morning when we like left the apartment building to walk to dance, the building next door, it had like all this police tape and apparently a man killed his wife. And I guess my friend Ella heard, heard it happen. Oh, jeez, Yeah. I'm, I'm not exactly sure if it's correlated, but I feel like there's something. Oh correlated. my gosh. That's so scary. Well, one devastating and heartbreaking that
1: that happened and then that your friend had to overhear that and oh
0: god that's so scary well but it does also make me think i I know you said it it could be related but to that point oftentimes when there is something really horrific and tragic happening it can attract other negative things within the spirit space so perhaps there was something lurking around that you guys came in contact with unfortunately and because you
1: left the Ouija board out, perhaps a spirit just was able to kind of come
2: through that. Ooh. Yeah. Like that, ever since then, I've, I'm like, I'm never touching a Ouija again.
1: Very smart. Sounds like the right right idea. After
0: touching um, one a million yeah. times, it sounds like. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, because it actually, it gets addicting. Like if you get like fun results, you're like, oh, I want to try this again. It, it gets fun, but then it gets not fun. <laughs> and you got to be the medium. Also, I feel like the
0: more you practice too, the more it might just be a skill that you have in general.
2: Yeah, I have yes. a lot of encounters. I mean, I don't have time for it, but. Okay, well, you have to come up again or email <laughs> us your,
0: your encounters.
2: Yes. Yeah, that's
1: probably my scariest one, but yeah. Okay, well, we look Jesus. forward to hearing others. Thank you so much for sharing, Sarah. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you. Uh, have a
1: good one. I kind of interpreted. I wasn't sure if Sarah was saying I don't have time for it to share tonight, or I don't have time for it. Like I don't have time for the ghost encounters that I have. Uh, Like
0: this can't occupy the space in my brain. Onwards and upwards. I'm just
1: too busy for you right now.
0: Please (laughs) bother me later. Um, Okay, so me, you, and Sarah, I don't think experienced any glitching. The audio to me seemed perfectly fine throughout that last. Yeah. Part. But as I think you said no, as Sarah was talking and everyone in the chat, suddenly there was a lot of commotion Mm -hmm. saying that it was glitching and the audio is being super weird, but it was all perfect on my end. So I'm not sure what happened outside of our little bubble. Yeah, me
1: too. The three of us. our bubble. Our stage. Interesting. We'll have to make, I'm going to make a note right now to listen to it when we get the audio back.
0: Yeah. Caitlin said my audio was glitching really badly. A lot of people are Ooh. saying it was. So okay. well, I'm scared to listen back, but
1: also feel like I need to.
0: Sarah, you better have closed out all of those Ouija boards that you played with. <laughs> Cause it yeah. sounds like there's something with us now. Or what if someone
1: is listening to us with a Ouija board just open?
0: <gasps> if it was anyone in this chat, it would be Eric. Eric, I'm pointing <laughs> the finger at you.
1: <laughs> I feel like Eric is already like himself a portal. He is the Ouija board.
0: I know. <laughs> well, earlier in the chat, he said he has one that the planchette is like burned and warped from playing with it at oh a graveyard. Scary. It's like scary, but also brave. I don't know how to feel about it. I know. Okay. It's, it's one of those. Eric's the person that we can live vicariously through, but probably wouldn't attend yeah. his investigations. I might. We might. I don't know. To be determined. To be determined.
1: Okay. I'm gonna I'm bring up the security cat, Zach, and then Evelyn. Okay, and Zach's photo is the cutest freaking thing.
6: That Thank you. That's uh, my dog, uh, uh That was from last weekend for the Halloween costume up in a dog barn that we have over here.
1: We decided that next year we're going to do, um, as a part of our costume contest, we're going to also give out a pet costume winner.
6: Yeah, that went for one we went to uh if you won you got a free year pass up there which is pretty cool so so uh, and also i'm from louisville so if you guys ever do come down to waverly please invite me
0: oh well absolutely we will and then we're gonna push you through the uh, hall first i I thought you were gonna say push push zach through the chute and i was like my gosh no (laughs) it's gonna be a chain of people zach will be in the front and then sabrina you can hold zach's hand and then i will be caboose because I'm scared. Actually, Kapoos is scary. I'm, I'm in the middle. I'm in the middle. <laughs> of course. We, we will sandwich you. We'll, we'll let you know, Zach.
6: All right. Uh, well, I do have two stories because they're both kind of short. Uh, the first one, and I did have my sister. I told her when she said that I was coming on, I texted her. because She's part of the story so she can listen. Um, but when we were little, it was me, my brother, and my sister at the house that we live in. And uh when we were little, probably about four five or so um we had this imaginary friend, we all had the same one, and we would we would tell my parents that you know oh it's it's just Alan. you know we would hold doors open for him, and my mom would put us in the car and we'd say, you know, wait for Alan to get in and we had even we'd even told her that the spelling oh, of God. his name was a L L E N. It's not A L L A N. Yeah, we remember telling her that. Very yeah. specific. And then once we got about 10, 11 years old, she ended up telling us that there was a carpenter in the house that actually died in my parents' master closet. And his name was Alan. So that, yeah, that was a little, and by that point, we had all forgotten about uh-huh. it. And, yeah. You know, We didn't really remember any of it, but she, yeah, we still hear stories from aunts and uncles about it today.
1: Well, it's very sad that this man died on the property, but it's kind of nice to know and have, like, you know, some type of confirmation of who.
6: Yeah. Yeah. It's, I don't know. It still kind of freaks me out. I've had some uh, experiences in the house. Uh, Usually, whenever I'm alone, I was watching ghost adventures and I was sitting in the, the living room chair. not the ground started shaking, and it—it it was distinctly somebody running up on me, and that really freaked me out. I ended up turning all the lights on after oh that. And I don't know. That's yeah. I thought that was Alan, and I don't know. That was a, a while ago. I haven't really experienced anything as of lately in the house.
1: Well, that sounds nice. I'm glad that it's uh. A bit quieter, maybe Alan has moved on.
6: Yeah, well, I hope so. I hope he's moved on somewhere better. <laughs> scaring me. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh,
1: like, it, Alan, we get it, but please don't scare me anymore.
6: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, your times came and went to scare mm-hmm. me, even though you could still probably get it. <laughs> wow. The second one, wow. I actually heard from a buddy that I work with, uh, just. It was about three days ago. Um, he was telling me that about a time when he went hunting when he was in high school. Um, he said that he went out to this farm by himself, and because he was younger, you know, he was a bit more of an overachiever then. And he got out there like real early, and he hadn't known it at the time, but they were doing some excavating out there, and they'd actually dug up a cemetery that they didn't know was there. Um, and a bad start to the story. Oh my gosh. Um, he got out there real early in the morning and got in his stand. He said it was about four o'clock. So he still had about two hours till daylight. And he, he said he distinctly remembers that there was a full moon out, um, which oddly enough, there's one out right now. Um, he said, mm-hmm. He could see everything without a flashlight. And all of a sudden, once he got up in the stand, everything went dark. And he turned his flashlight on, said that he couldn't see, but, you know, a foot in front of him. And he said that he had looked down and that everything went quiet. And he had seen somebody standing at the foot of his stand. Ooh. And where the eyes were supposed to be was just empty. There was nothing there. and he. Oh no he said that uh, his stand started shaking real bad, and he he said he about you know he didn't know what to do at that point, and he just stayed there and stared at it for he said it felt like an eternity, but it was about an hour or so which is a lot longer than most of those encounters usually happen and once yeah. the sun no, yeah and, uh, he said once yeah. the sun came up he he didn't even bother climbing down. he jumped out and ran, never went back. Um, <laughs>
1: the fact that he was able to stay there until the sun came up is already a um a shocking
0: feat to me. I, I know, but it's also like, what are you going to do? You like climb down out of the stand. You're still in dense woods and in the dark. It's just you. Oh, there's no way. There's no do? winning there. Yeah, <laughs> there's no winning. Yeah,
6: wow. it's, he said that uh he talked to the people, uh and that's how he found out about the cemetery. But they. And they had seen stuff, too, from what uh, he had heard, but they didn't really tell anybody about it. Um, and then, yeah, he said that he, he won't even get near the road that that farm's on anymore. He so he'll never go back to it after that. I don't blame
0: him. Yikes. Right. Whatever the hell that thing was. I don't want no part of it either.
1: Well, as you say that, I was about to ask Zach if you know where it was, will you send us the Google Maps pin location? Yeah. uh, (laughs) Sabrina will go. I can, I can. Well, I don't want to go. I just want to look it up. Yeah. Will you email it to us if you find out?
6: Yeah. I can do that. Uh, I'll see him tomorrow. Thank you. I'll let him know. Oh,
1: okay. Perfect timing. (laughs) Amazing. Thank you so much for sharing with us, Zach.
6: Thank you guys for having me on.
8: Zach. Have a great night.
0: Bye. I need to ask my dad if he's ever experienced anything when he's up in a tree stand. He's on here now. Bitter boy. Get,
1: get well, thinking. He can say yes or no in the chat. Um, all right. But to end the night, I'm going to bring up Evelyn. And then as a reminder, next week, we're going to do the fun pick the theme out of a hat. And if you have stories related to it, I'll pull you up.
4: Hi, Evelyn. Hello. Hi. Oh, hi. my gosh. Um. Hi. Okay. Um. Hi. <laughs> sorry. I literally out in the store and I was like, oh, maybe they'll call me. Oh, no. Okay. Well, I just wanted to share. I I just wanted to share. It's been a while. I've been wanting to share this for a long time. So my story has to do with like a dream I had. And then I guess to start it off with that is that I actually always get like weird dreams about things that are going to happen. Like, for instance, I had a dream when my sister was pregnant with my niece. I think it was like two months before anybody found out. And I had asked her. And she didn't know. And so I kind of was wow. like, oh, well, I think you're pregnant. And then they ended up finding out that she ended up being pregnant. So I was like, oh, I, I like knew I, I had a dream about it. And, but I mean, so this story goes, um, I was in bed. It was like around three in the morning. And I remember just like when your body falls asleep and you feel like so relaxed, Um I remember like laying in bed and then all of a sudden I see myself laying on somebody like behind me, I guess they they were like sitting crisscross applesauce and my head was on their feet and they were kind of just like sitting there with me. And then all of a sudden I vividly remember hearing a voice in my ear telling me like, make sure to look at them in their eyes. And I meet like that voice that didn't feel like it was in my dream. It really felt like. It was right by me and I like woke up because I was so scared and my, obviously my mind woke up faster than my body did. So I couldn't move my body and I also didn't want to open my eyes because I was scared. Yeah. So I just remember like searching around for my phone to get some light. And when I did that, like I called my husband and I was like, can you please come to bed? And I was like crying at that point and I was just like super scared. And, and he's like, okay, I'll be there in a second. And so when he came, he finally fell asleep with me. And then like in the middle of the night, you know, when you're like tossing and turning, I was, I remember I wasn't on this, like hugging my husband anymore. And I woke up and yeah. I remember hearing that same exact voice, somewhat like apologizing to me, like saying like, I was just, but in my head, I'm like, well, F that. And so I turned around and I hugged my husband again. And so the voice was cut off. And so that happened and like for a while I was like, oh my gosh, like that, like I woke up and I vividly remembered it. And I don't know why, but I've always felt like I was, I don't know if it was like an evil something because I wasn't, I was scared because of how weird it was. But looking back at it now, I didn't feel like um, it was a bad energy. I just felt like it just took me so off guard that I didn't know what it was. It kind of sounds like you might have been astral projecting. I, I don't know. I mean, maybe, uh, which I think astral projecting is super scary. So, I mean, I don't know. Um, but I've, I felt <laughs> like I have, like, heard other people say how, like, there's supposedly, like, an awakening that happens to people. And you get, like, a chance to experience, like, some mm-hmm. something like that. But I was like, I, I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. it was just, I've heard, like, I've always been into like scary stuff. I don't watch scary movies just because i'm I get so scared so i I never watch scary movies um but like I've heard like Yorona cry before out of my window like multiple times, and we've heard. Like I've literally heard uh, like no, a, no. a a nope or like the owl like outside of my window, and me and my husband yeah, would no literally man. sit in bed and be like, "Did you hear that?" And he'll be like, "Yeah," but none of us would get up to go look because we're so scared. Well, don't yeah, yeah, you're don't, yeah. you don't. don't. You're like, you don't want I to engage with that. That don't they like want you to come to the window? I know, yeah, but I, I mean, it's, <laughs> like I've always been like I don't know. Like I feel like I've always been able to maybe perhaps be in contact with the any other force but I've just been so scared to do so and so looking back now I'm like if I hadn't been scared when that whisper happened I'd like maybe it would have helped me I don't know be more in tune with myself but I was so scared and I'm like I kind of want it to happen again but at the same time I think I would still be scared yeah it's scary
1: Yeah, I mean, I think Corinne and I can relate to that a lot. Like we definitely have an openness, but it is scary, you know, especially in the early days of trying to explore and tap into what is your ability. Like you don't know what you're opening yourself to and you want to make sure you're protecting yourself at the same time. And so we totally understand it's not the easiest thing to do.
0: Yeah. And I also don't think that the ability to open yourself up or to have these these sort of powers goes away. Like just because you didn't, yeah, you were scared in the moment. And didn't speak back to that voice. It yeah. doesn't mean that you you won't get there eventually. I think Yeah. Yeah. It is it's just scary to open yourself up because it's like, how do you open yourself up? But then also protect yourself and and then when things happen, it's scary. And so it's easy to kind of like block that that part of you off. And I guess when La Llorona and Luchuza is coming to your window, yeah. I would
4: probably block yeah. myself
0: <laughs> off too. Even scarier.
4: <laughs> I know. Oh my gosh. But yeah. So I've, I've always just been curious. I'm like, I don't know. Like, I feel like that was such a weird dream. And I sometimes get dreams that like, for instance, I had a friend who came to my dream uh, saying goodbye. And then like a month later he passed away. And so oh my gosh. like, wow. so yeah, I mean, he wasn't close friend. He was just like a high, like a childhood friend and he was actually in prison. And so mm-hmm. When I had that dream, I told my sister, I'm like, can you find out? Like, I'm not in contact with any of his family. And when she first asked you, he's like, yeah, he's fine. And then like a few months later, like, there were like, oh, um, there was issues in the prison and he passed away. So that I just, I think that just kind of scares me. So 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 interesting.
0: Yeah. It almost makes me wonder for that experience specifically, part of me is like, was that a premonition or or is this some sort of like weird, what is time moment where we're like, wh- what if his spirit in the future after he'd passed found a way to come and visit you? But the only opening he was able to like communicate to you in was in the past. And so he like his spirit time traveled back a month. Mm. So weird how time works.
1: We don't understand now. But I mean, no. Evelyn, I think if you wanted to explore it more, I'm sure a lot of people in this chat or in our Discord channel or Facebook page would have advice for you on how to do it safely and maybe protect yourself because it does sound like you have a lot of abilities that you could tap into.
4: Yes, I definitely would need want any help I can get because I've definitely yeah. been more interested
1: in it than before. Us too. So... We can all go on this journey together.
0: I know. I was just thinking that I was like, I'm definitely gonna like double dip and and take these tips. use all the advice yeah. that you get Evelyn, <laughs> and use it for myself. Yes. <laughs> well, thank
1: you so much for sharing your stories
4: with us. Oh, well, thank you so much for for um, calling on me.
7: <laughs> yeah, of course. Of course. <gasps> Have a great come night every week. Thank you too. Bye.
1: Bye. This is just so fun. Me too. Thank you, everyone. It really. Oh, is. also, Zach sent a Google Map link. Or an Apple Maps link in um, the okay. chat if anyone's interested in where okay. this story happened. And it's a lot of open land, so spooky. Very spooky. Um, and yes, Sean, my dad is um, from Pakistan. Oh, will you email us that information? I didn't know that. The, just email us and remind us, Sean, and I will look into that because I would love to learn more about my dad and his culture.
0: Oh, oh, the jinn, jinn? J- I don't know how, how to say it. it. Yeah, that would be really interesting. We definitely should.
1: Fascinating. Um, thank you everyone for joining us like we said next week we are going to do the pull a theme out of a hat and if you have a story related to it we will pull you up on the stage so no requests next week it's just more of like a say in the chat if you have a story related to this and we'll pull you up um and it's always fun it's always a great time
0: mm-hmm. no matter and what you this never know what's time. gonna come next yeah,
1: you never know um okay we love
0: you all and we will See you you on on the the other other side. side. Bye. Very spooky.
1: Thanks again for listening. Here's a reminder that you can catch Campfire Stories live on
0: Spotify every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. And if you want to join the conversation or share your ghost stories with us, just download the Spotify Live app available in the App Store now and sign up for free. You can even use your Spotify login. Easy. Every Tuesday, we're chatting with you about all the ghostly and spooky encounters and haunted happenings that leave us shivering at night and unable to sleep, hence the campfire. So download Spotify live for free today and follow Campfire Stories to get notified every time we light the fire. We cannot wait to hear your
2: ghost stories.